The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too You're not energy. illuminated by light at all. It's kind of like, welcome to my show. <laughs> I'm just saying, I saw this mic here. I was like, never talking to that one. I mean, if you want to see how long you can make that last, I'm all for experiment. We've done this like a hundred times now. If you want to experiment. It, we've done it a hundred times, but we've never done it in Space City. What's up, Houston? Do you keep it going, Bayou City? Let me hear you, Hustle Town. Come on! You're looking at me like I don't know Clutch City. These are my people. What's up? So excited to be here. Welcome, my brother. My brother made an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Yeah. I'm a sweet baby Roy Griffin. I... I didn't... Okay. I Her, want Justin to do his tie five. Yeah. Okay. Justin is, is it, standing at a, a, his own microphone. Yours first. Uh, I'm, my name? Your, yeah, your name. I'm Griffin McElroy, 30 under 30, Media Luminary Baby. Thank you. Griffin. All right. So anyway, so happy to be here. This is just how my brain works, people. Listen, when you go on an airplane and they give you food and you eat it, Sometimes it's different. <laughs> Wait, Justin, I think we have something that'll help. Okay. Can we get him a bottle of water? Here, Justin, Justin, Justin. Take this bottle of water, too. Well, you don't sit. You don't actually sit. The stool no, is no, just no. there. He's hit, he's hit a, so a, a meaningful No, this part. is great. So now Justin... Okay, Justin's doing a lot of prop comedy. Sometimes people listen to this later. He's got his own stand microphone, and he was just holding it about one foot off the ground, which looked really natural and very comfortable. If I'm, if I'm Do sitting... Do the thing I'll, where you take the mic off the stand and kind of lean the stand a little bit while you talk into the microphone. Listen, no, not that. You're not seducing the mic stand. If I sit on a stool like this, all I want to do is sing Fast Car. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) All right. Listen. We've been living in this moment for a while, and we can all agree it was a mistake. I'd like to come back to my seat You are welcome to come back to the table. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Justin McElroy. I didn't... 
I didn't realize that part of the pre-show prep involved going on Wikipedia to learn all of the Houston nicknames. So now I feel like a bad. I'm person. a native son. Like I, you're not are... even at all Houston, and am I a native son? Okay. That's how we talk in Houston, Griffin. Don't even make fun of my stumbling on the words. I'm still very nervous from over there. I felt very put on, put it, put it on the spot, literally. The it table was... hides a lot. The table hides a whole lot. Like maybe my zipper's down, but it's not. I checked it. I always check it while I'm walking on stage. That's Me the God too. honest too. Yeah, if you pay attention, you'll see all three of us just real quick just go like, that's, oh, that's our like little ear pull to the yeah. except it's, uh, okay. Uh, so, God, I forget what we were even going to do for intro because what Justin did was just so good. History will be the judge of that. <laughs> okay, we were backstage. Justin was looking at Houston nicknames. I was on my phone, I saw a news story and I started talking about it to the boys and we all sort of realized, no, hold on. We got to talk about this in front of the folks. And we never do this on this show, but it was so important and so, uh, I think it could be a launch pad for some of our, our twisted, skewed advice. It's um, time for us to talk about topical news. Yes. Well, there's a nature photographer. Topical or tropical? He was in a rainforest in Indonesia, so close, I guess. He has, I'll take it. He's taking pictures. And he leaves his camera out. This is a segment called What Griffin Remembers of the News Story He Read 30 Minutes Ago. You would think he has a computer. I assumed he had it pulled up. No, better like this. Taking pictures. Go, walks away from his camera for a little bit, which is like, cameraman, one, one. You don't do that. Photographer, do that. you got to leave it out there. But no, you don't leave it out there because what happens next is a monkey comes down from a tree, takes a selfie with it. It's very good, this image. The photographer says, that's my image. Wikipedia puts it on Wikipedia, says, no, it's Creative Commons because you didn't take it, a monkey did. This is the first of eight layers of this story. <laughs> photographer tries to get it taken down from Wikipedia. Wikipedia says, no, a monkey took it, you didn't take it. He gives up. PETA sues the photographer for including the image in a book that he printed and sold, saying, that's not your image, you are violating the monkey's trademark. <laughs> or copyright, not trademark. This Copyright. is what Griffin remembers of the news. The monkey mailed the photo to himself and didn't know that. Okay. PETA and the photographer get together. They talk about it. Uh, apparently, there's some precedent where people representing all dolphins ever sued the Navy for using sonar, and the dolphins lost. So PETA was like, we don't want to establish a precedent by bringing this to court. Let's settle. That's pretty wild. And so if you've wondered why dolphins have been, had a little spring in their step, a few extra bucks in their wallet, that's why. Nice, nice class action. They decide to settle. Pete and the photographer decide to settle. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals says, no, we're going to hear this one fucking out. <laughs> the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals says, actually, we're going to get into this one. We want to <laughs> find out. far, no farther. We've Line had a lot sand. of boring ones lately, and we want a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> about monkey photography. We want to have our own Scopes monkey trial. The reason why they wanted to take it to trial... That was very good. It was very good. The reason that they wanted to take it to trial is because PETA agreed to settle. The photographer agreed to settle. The monkey did not agree to settle. That's a great point. That's if the monkey has the right to claim a photograph as his own, the monkey has a right to legal representation. This is all true, by the way, as is this last delicious layer on the onion. The monkey's name is Naruto. 
Now, so much, so much bad news this week was in some small part counteracted by Naruto the Photo Monkey. And we've now, got him here tonight. Naruto, come on. No, he's, oh, he's attacking I, us. I do want to I do want to change your verbiage just for a second. The monkey has been named Naruto. The monkey was not like, hi, I'm Naruto. I took the photo. Please credit me. You owe me some royalties, I believe. Oh. Would you like it in the form of bananas? No, I want fucking money. 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 I have this a mortgage. Earth. I have a mortgage. Do you have bananas, by the way, while we're on the subject? But also, banana wouldn't hurt. A banana would be nice. I have a Yahoo here, if you would allow me to. Somewhat, now that I'm reading it, similar to our opening topic. Uh, Sent in by Carl Vincent Body. Thank you, Carl. It's Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong. On Yahoo? Uh Uh-oh. The website disappeared <laughs> before I could read it. Gonna jack back into the web. Are you guys? Do you guys have spotlights on you? Because it's sweltering. It's Are we warm. all equally very uncomfortable right all now? All right, it's by Yahoo Answers user. It's just not gonna fucking load. This is a trash website. Yahoo Answers user Naruto. Naruto the photo monkey asks. Can you make a Doritos commercial without copyrights? My friends and I were planning to make a Doritos commercial and show it to the school. My dad pointed out that there might be copyright issues. Fucking dad of the year. Yeah. That's a clutch play from that dad. Clutch. Uh, we are not planning. Clutch City recognizes a clutch play. We are not. Okay. And that's just going to buy us 10 seconds every time. We are not planning to post it or make money off of it. That's not how copyright law works. We actually saying the word Doritos up here is probably against the law. Yeah. We will call them stinky tortilla chips. <laughs> Faux-ritos. That's still don't, not going to hold up. I think if you land in the Ritos family, I think they can still get you. Yeah. Doritos. Doritos works, actually. Thank yeah. you. This dad, you're going to, yeah, we're going to make a Doritos commercial and show it to the whole school, and they'll remember it forever. Uh, you, uh, uh, copyright. You can't. Copyright. Copyright. Uh, They'll take you to Chip Jail. Chip Jail. You're my beautiful child, and I can't watch you go down like that. You're too talented at movies. All right, Cliff, you oversold it. Listen, Cliff, you oversold it. I know, Brain, I know. I was trying. I got greedy. Pull it back in, Cliff. You've got this. Uh, I mean, if Doritos doesn't find out, you're probably okay, right? But you never but know. But they will find out. You never out, know who out. the secret Doritos spies are. That kid Doritos in your class is like are. the coolest kid. Is just like, Doritos release. Yeah. If there's a kid in your class who skateboard, who... who Crunch? He crunch. Uh, His name is Ranch, but he's very cool, so everybody calls him a cool ranch. <laughs> His name is Xavier Stream. They just oh, call him Extreme. One surefire sign: the breath and fingers. Yes. <laughs> Check the breath. Scope the fingers. That's how you know if it's a secret Doritos cop. That's why he's always wearing gloves. A zest, a zest, unbelievable. And at his age, and when he eats chips that aren't Doritos, they turn to ash in his mouth. No. 
we just mixed our metaphors. I was talking about a secret cop employee of Doritos, and you did somebody who has suffered a terrible Doritos curse. No, I said that chips that aren't Doritos turns to ash in his mouth. Again, a terrible, I guess, Doritos curse. Why would he want to eat any... He would have a chip in his body. You're right. That made it so he could only re- eat You're Doritos. You're right. I'm the wrong one. <laughs> what? Uh, unless... Unless. Unless. What if it's a very good Doritos commercial that Mm. everybody in your school likes a whole lot? And makes them go buy Doritos and gets you hired as the new Doritos Super Bowl commercial person. Officially. Official. That's the thing is copyright law. The tiny, tiny loophole is unless it's good. Unless it's good and we like it. True. You know, you hear a, a lot of game designers get their start making like Doom levels. Maybe this is how you get your start making Doritos commercials, is you make your own sweeted. You can't even afford Doritos. You just have to write it on a, on a plastic bag and <laughs> fill it with dirty chips. Can you make your own Doritos at home? <laughs> Can you sweet Doritos? The I chip, mean, not for a commercial. I just... know where to get tortilla chips. I know where to get pizza. Can I find some? Do they just grind that shit down and just and then rub just it? Throw it into a fan with the chips hanging in front of it? Yes, yeah, sell those on the playground, 25 cents a bag. Oh no, word's gotten out. Cool Ranch is coming. <laughs> Shut it down. I, have, I got I, chips. I have a gallon sized Tupperware container that my grandfather passed down to me that's labeled Zest. So you just mix those together. Uh, how about a regular question? Yeah, it's very warm. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening later, I just pulled my shirt off very cool, and everybody was so excited about how smooth it was. Like, and I'd like, taken off my shirt before. Like, five of his muscles popped out. Uh, how about a question from our beloved audience? Here okay. on uh, my Bim Bam, we take your questions and turn them alchemy like into wisdom. This is our first question. Um, my girlfriend and I have been dead. Nope, wait. Nope. Yes, that's right. My girlfriend and I have been dating long distance for almost a year now, and recently I went to visit her and her family. Upon arriving, I found out my girlfriend's dad is a pro Wii Sports bowler. Mm. Mm. He goes to tournaments. Thank you. To him, from us. (laughs) He goes to tournaments weekly and takes it so seriously that he stays up until 2 a.m. some nights to practice. Fuck yes. It's It's actually not healthy. You have to take care of your body as a pro. Well, he well, sleeps till 2 p.m. I'll tell he you does. this. He's got one super healthy appendage, and it's the whichever one he holds the Wiimote with. with. Yeah. Weekly tournaments? Where? Is that scene still that hot? Weekly? Uh, I'm... Cash? Weekly cash tournaments? <laughs> that he has gone pro? Uh, I'm not great at bowling, virtual or reality, but I want his approval. What can I do to impress him or at least show that I appreciate his virtual technique? And that's from Hoping for a Strike in Houston, Texas. I mean, are you here? Sure. Are you, wait, are you here? Are you Legion? Yeah, why is your question about your, your girlfriend's dad and not about how you're a hive mind? <laughs> I mean, if you just want to prove that you appreciate, like, his ability, just watch him and go, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was real good, Doug. There are very few reactions you can give to watching somebody wee bowl that don't feel like you're full of shit, I feel like. Yeah. 
I feel like, oh, nice, is about it. And then anything like, oh, yeah, they're just going to assume you're being an asshole. And the right reaction is this. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Why are you getting high in front of bowling, Dad? I mean, it's 2 a.m. He's wee bowling. Yeah, he is high, isn't he? <laughs> That's yes. a good, yeah. Also, my girlfriend's dad loves cocaine. That's another thing. Just mountains of that good white stuff. Crazy about it. And well, that's what happens on the pro scene. That's yeah. the pro oh, scene. That's the gets... pro rebowling scene. It's nasty Whoa. out there. Pro? He doesn't have another job? Is this what esports is? Yeah. I've worked in the industry for a literal decade now, and I'm still not sure what people are talking about. I think they just misspelled the word sports, and I don't think that's that unreasonable. They t- it's, e-sports is when you take the hard part of doing the thing and make it easy. Well, that's true, because if you think about like, the difference between like, playing football versus like, playing a Madden game, it's a big, big physical or difference. Or murdering a bunch of people right. in a, sh- a shooting game. But the difference between real bowling and wee bowling is just removing it's about mass. about 11 pounds. 11 yeah. pounds, yeah, about 11 pounds. Otherwise, pretty much the same Pretty activity. much the same thing. What if you glued a bowling ball to his Wiimote and said, I got you this? That'll really f- just fucking fuck his TV right up. Are you kidding me? That'll fuck the drywall behind the TV up. That'll fuck up the TV in the next house over. I do like that, though. You've got to... I mean, you've got to beat him, right? You have to beat him. Oh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Unless. Unless. I don't think I actually had one. No, actually, what you have to do for this to work, you have to almost beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, like, eke out a close loss, right? Of, like, you're one point behind him. So it's like, I respect your game, but I'm the pro here, right? So then it balances out. Because if you beat him... smell that, uh, taking a dive with the bedding in that scene? You think he's not going to see someone taking a dive? Okay, hold on. Uh, Unless... I got it now. Unless... Unless. I thought of one. This isn't how it usually works, but... Uh, unless you wait for him to get, like, sick, and then you play him. <laughs> like the flu or something. Oh, okay. okay, got it. And then you just crush him, because his weak body can't handle the sports you're bringing. And you put super heavy batteries in his controller, too. <laughs> yes! Hi, uh, is this Circuit City? Yes, it is. <laughs> Why are you still open? <laughs> We're the last one. I bought this store. This is the Circuit City. I'm the mayor. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for calling the last Circuit City. How can I help you? Uh, Yes, I need some very heavy batteries. And Of course, sir. Is this for a... No, before you ask, it's not for a dad prank. Also, if you roll the bowling ball on the side of the bowling alley where the wall is and get it to go on top all the way to the end, all the bowling pins fall over and there's a big explosion. That's a cheat code. And you can use that. Or it's it- the truth. I didn't make it up. Roll it on the top. I beat so many kids at Toys R Us with that. And they were like, what? That's cheating. And I was like, it's in the game. Just fucking take him real bowling. There's no way. What if he doesn't know about real bowling? (laughs) He 
What if he got me bowling? He's like, oh, I love this. I love this. Who came up with this? This is great. And then you're like, hey, oh, shit. Take it one step further. I know how much you love we bowling. So I built this place for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my game. Valerie, it's like the game you got me. It's like the game I love. Bowling. I call it Doug's ball. There is no real bowling. How's the ball even supposed to come back? It's a video game. You think, you think there's a little plumber running around stomping on mushroom men? Get it together. It's in the game. Bowling's imaginary. Um, how, Griffin, how about another Yahoo answer question? Yeah, absolutely. This one was, uh, this one was sent in by Adrian Cowles. Thank you, Adrian. It's Yahoo Answers user Kanabid. Kanab, Kanabid. No. It's just some letters. <laughs> Asks... If you were part of a construction crew and while digging the foundation you stumbled upon ancient gold coins, what would you do then? Would you report the find to the archaeology department of the construction company? Legally, they have to have one and usually they're very bored. Yeah. What did you find? Spark plug? Cool. How cool. qualified does that I'm position gonna, have to be? I'm going to go back to practicing wee bowling. <laughs> we found like a hundred skeletons. Shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's my day. All right. Human, uh, human skeletons <laughs> or not? Uh, if you, would you report it to the archaeology department? Or would you and your colleagues share the quote-unquote bounty? I don't know why you needed a quote-unquote <laughs> bounty on that. That's a, that's a bounty you got there, my son. Yeah. After reporting, would you stuff some in your pocket, take home, and sell them online? Or would you turn them all to the government? <laughs> hey. Hey, is this City Hall? Is this City Hall? Is this government? <laughs> okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is a question in two parts, right? Because it's would you keep it for yourself or would you report? And if you reported, would you still, still steal, steal, steal a little steal? bit? That's the wild part to me. Like... You, why do you need that heat? Like, you just want to feel it? You want to feel something? So you right. want to steal when they know they're watching you? Like, you don't think that might pop up if you're on the eBay and they're like, hey, you know that big box of coins you gave us? Some of those also showed up over there. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Huh. <clears throat> I wouldn't touch it. It's cursed. <laughs> it's not. It's clearly cursed. It's cursed. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean Black Pearl 12 times. <laughs> Today. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He watches it on six TVs twice. Thank you. I watch don't it at one point five speed. If you, s- I don't think you can just steal it and sell it because you don't know how much it's worth, and if it's very good gold coins or if they're just okay gold coins, you don't know. You don't know what the minimum bid should be. So yeah, you, you don't want to walk into it. a pawn shop and hand it to them like these are all Chuck E. Cheese tokens, right? You need an expert to evaluate them like the experts at Pawn Stars to look at them and say, all right, these are very good. Congratulations. You're going to be a very rich person. $200. $200. Yeah. I have another question. When I'm walking, I love to skip. Okay. The the problem is that I'm 31 years old. I'll glance around furtively to check that no one's around to see, and then off I go. The wind in my hair, the floaty bounce down the street. It feels great. But if someone sees, they look at me like I'm batshit, and the moment is ruined. At some point between child and adult, skipping becomes taboo, and then everyone loses out. Hey, brothers, how can we bring skipping for adults out from the underworld and give everyone the freedom to have a little bounce in their step? 
That's from Can't Stop the Skip, who I bet just got a lot more affirmation than they expected. Can we all agree that, like, skipping rules? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. We have a lot of fun here. And sometimes, y'all, I feel like you're pressured to agree with anything we say. See, it's great. No, it's great. When was the last time you skipped, though? We're getting a lot of actual answers. Okay, Three yeah. Three weeks! <laughs> I, I wrote it on a calendar because I had so much fun doing it. <laughs> Nine days, 13 hours! <laughs> and I knew I'd be tested at some point in the future. It's, it's just, I, I, it is that, it's weird because I don't know exactly where the point is, but I see a six-year-old skipping, I think, ah, Americana, beautiful, freedom, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. And I see a 16-year-old skipping, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. What did, what did they steal? What did they huff? They're on that skip. They're on, <laughs> they're on that skip. They're huffing skip. Oh, but I tell you, the worst thing of all, Chief, the worst thing of all, there's a counter on that ball. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was a toy called... Who in here is 40? <laughs> there was a toy in the 70s called... Okay, anyway. Um... It is faster. It's faster. You can truck. You can fucking blaze when you're skipping. Yeah. You got a meeting you're running late for. You see the train pull up. You walk. Gone. Miss it. it. Skip it. You run into the back of the train because you got in it so fast and hard. <laughs> you maybe can't even stop. You yeah, the, you pass the train. That's the train a, has to catch up to you. That's the problem. If you're of a certain age... The problem becomes stopping skipping because that don't it doesn't look cute, folks. <laughs> like if, as a as an adult, this, the the motions to stop a skip. There's a okay. lot of kinetic energy that yes. you're having to work against. Then here's this. I think we can sell skipping as everybody's fast-paced lifestyle on the go. Houston, especially, like gotta get to fourth largest city in America. Yeah, yeah you gotta skip around. I gotta skip around. I gotta get. I got places to be. I got appointments. I've gotta skip. But Justin, what's your annual import export? <laughs> but stopping is embarrassing. So on the front of every business will be a little human stable that you can kind of just stop, like a human garage that you can kind of. You skip, and you're outside, and you're like, hey, hey, hey. And then you hit the human stable, and you're like, <laughs> And inside the stable is just one wall of a bounce house that you can run into. Run and just and fully walk. stop. And now, and now you're going to walk, because yeah. you're in a bank now. And you're in a church, and this is a respectful place. You should not skip in front of Christ. You know they're going to find a way to charge you, though. You yeah. know they're going to find a way to, like... Uh, Skip, skip, skip. That'll be $3, please. Well, I mean, that's the problem is that adults tend to just ruin everything. And so yeah, I think if we all started skipping, eventually it would become competitive. Yeah. It would be a sweat. And then people would start marketing like skipping shoes. Yes. Special skipping equipment. Where can I buy it? Now I'm interested. Right. And then it's just like, where's the fun? Where, I thought this was about the love of the sport. Wait, what about the skipping shoes? Take me back. Where'd you get them, Travis? Don't leave me hanging. Come I on. I made them at home. <laughs> I glued several other pairs of shoes together. Pieces of them, not just like shoes. <laughs> you, I don't think you necessarily want skipping to be socially acceptable because I think that's what you like about it. Oh, that it's dirty. It's dirty and wrong. And you're skipping. You know how you do it. You're making like skip. this face, like. 
if you're listening later, Griffin just made a face like he was skipping and <laughs> getting away with it. But he's giving it kind of a sh- I'm a naughty boy face. Kind of a naughty face. <laughs> can I say something? Even just sort of bouncing up and down my chair like that felt kind of good. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Can we just bounce for a Moving second? Moving kind of feels nice. Yeah, I, I don't see you bouncing. This has turned into a fucking Wiggles concert, and we're done. Hey, I got a Yahoo here that was sent in by Nick Potter. Thank you, Nick. It's Yahoo Answers user Jenny. Thank God. Who asks, what can I do to make a trash can really smelly? That's right. (laughs) The best shit about Yahoo's is not the questions. It is the like. The accessories. The interjections around it. I have these obnoxious kids that play basketball every day slash evening right behind my townhouse and occasionally hit my home. I'm assuming with the basketball, it's not some way that they, like, keep score is by punching the shit out of your townhouse. Anyway, it's annoying as hell, and I need to do something that will prevent them from playing basketball. Lul. I have a trash can that is right next to where these kids play basketball, so I figured I'd make my trash can unbearably smelly. Lol. What a weird use of lol. Like, I am hatching an evil scheme. <laughs> what a weird use of all your brain yeah, to your generate time. this. If you said to your friend, hey, I love playing uh, basketball here with you, but I'm starting to suspect that the person who owns the townhouse next to our basketball court <laughs> is intentionally making their trash can more smelly to prevent us from playing. Your friends would lock you in prison. They would put you in mind jail for being but so that, buck wild. That just makes this the perfect crime. Yes. It is a crime, yeah. I think it's dis- dis- disrupting the peace or something. There, okay, there's two, things, there's two things I want us to think about, parameters that I think are very important. One, it is an outdoor area. Yeah. So the level of smell you will have to achieve. <laughs> Holy shit. Rough. And two, the level of smell you will have to achieve so that some teens playing basketball will be like, wait, hold on. What is that? Well, that's the thing, Travis. They can't just be distracted by it. I don't know that I've ever been playing basketball. Period. And I could end the sentence pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever been playing basketball and smelled something that made me want to stop playing basketball. (laughs) That is a wild connection to make. This person is Except going about for it. a pie on my neighbor's windowsill. Okay, this person is going about it all wrong. Not smell bad. Smell good. Smell good, far away. Yes, yes. Smell good, unplaceable. Make their homework or, smell or very just, good. Or just like a similar, just kind of a, a scent where they're like, what is that? Well, you made it smell like their grandmother's attic, and they're having such strong sense memory, they can't play basketball anymore, because they're thinking about the beautiful times they had in Grandma's attic looking at old photos. Thank God you found the world's only nostalgic teenagers to play, <laughs> to play basketball at your home. Here's an idea. Instead We're of not going to solve this one. No, uh, I we can, can solve it. Fun, I, okay. I can solve it. Don't make the trash can more smelly. Put the trash can under the hoop. <laughs> so they go for a nasty dunk, and then all of a sudden... There's coffee grinds all over the ding-dang ball. <laughs> Nobody wants to play, and there's a bunch of peanut butter and lemon I, juice on their favorite basketball game <laughs> over. I, I can't make nasty dunks with this nasty ball. This is too nasty for me. There's jelly all over it. 
here's the... I didn't see that trash can there when I dunked it. <laughs> you have to put it out there fast or put a Roomba on it that can automatically... Okay, that was going to be my point, is that they could just move the garbage can. Not but... when there's a Roomba on it. Yep. But... You know, don't program a Roomba for something so hateful. <laughs> don't program a Roomba to transport stink around. That's the opposite of what the, the Roomba wants. That's the opposite of what wants. a Roomba's supposed to do. No, no, no. no. A Roomba's a... programming. They're so near sentience, please. <laughs> Just let them develop on their own. I... Don't teach them about evil. Even if there's a Roomba on the bottom of it, I think they could still move it like 100 feet away and then they have a little bit of while to play basketball before the Roomba comes back and that's an issue what you have to do is go out there and say oh this game looks like fun what's it called baskets fall I would love to try playing it by the way you're very good at basketball and you're totally putting them on also you stink like shit (laughs) you stink like dog shit and you are gonna be Doing some deep coverage. <laughs> in the paint. So in the paint, you are going to be technical fouling. You'll lose the game. <laughs> but you'll win the day. Yeah, but they'll lose the game, by which I mean not want to play it again. Can at you, your... Well, at that point, why can't you just hustle them? Like, if I win, you never play basketball here again. Something that has like that. nothing to do with smell, Justin. Oh, fair. Also, because we already did like a hustling joke, I feel like, in this episode. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, did. Do a we already did one hustle. Do we uh, have another question? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, We're going to do audience questions, by the way. We're yeah. not taking... Not right now, but not that's now. something we do. Um, we do do that. We just wanted you to get very excited and then disappointed. <laughs> really fast. Uh, Griff, why don't you start another Yahoo? <laughs> Go ahead and just start another Yahoo for me. This... <laughs> It just popped up. This just popped up. Uh, thank you for Hot this. in from HQ. This spooky lighting that matches the temperature of the lights that are currently giving us a nice deep tan. It's a haunted doll watch. This is a very good one. Haunted doll. Magical. Amazing power. Unique spirit. Powerful white lighter. It's I, so much so fast. Yeah, that's a My lot. favorite out of that whole thing, unique spirit. Unique spirit. Not one of those bland, boring, like, nickel and dime spirits. A this special one. one. This, is, I, this is one of the only haunted doll descriptions I've ever read where... This is for, directly from eBay, by the way. You can go buy this doll if you want. By the way, we did a haunted doll watch last night. Somebody bought the doll, like, immediately. <laughs> tweeted at us that they bought it. So that was a mistake on their part. This is the only one I've ever read where... It, Unless it unless, works. Oh. Yeah. Works? That's not the right word. Here is this is the only one I've ever read that it's it seems more like song lyrics than a <laughs> Here is Sandy. She is a magical doll. Period. Is she hold on? Is she a magical doll? Is she a magical or a doll or is she a haunted doll? Don't fucking get your mythology mixed up. Magical dolls are wonderful spiritual entities. Exclamation point. Okay. Sandy is somewhat of a white lighter slash dark spirit. Interesting, isn't it? How we only got White Lighter in the headline, and then we find out later she's kind of a dark spirit also. I hope you already clicked buy it now. What does that mean? It oh, means... oh, 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 uh, I can answer this. Nothing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it means she's not 
all negative energy, just very powerful, and she's, isn't afraid she, to use the power. She's empowered. She's strong. She knows her place in the world. I love this doll. So she'll watch a marathon of like HGTV with you. Yes, but she might be a little snarky about it during. Right. Also, the TV's gonna float off the entertainment center. She is more than a white lighter. She is an energetic spirit with boundless energy. She has been used in some dark magic. Just right but when I'm ready to click. She remains a white lighter. See, that's like hot and cold. Yeah. Uh, of, of complete dookie nonsense words. <laughs> this is the next sentence. I'm going to read this verbatim. Seances. Oh, she loves seances. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on seances. Oh, this kid Ooh. with seances. Very next sentence follows it up. Crystal balls are another of her favorites. Okay, just keep those around. She telepathically has told that she has done some very dark, questionable things. What? But through those experiences, she has acquired knowledge of magic through all of her previous owners. This has made her very powerful. She said that she only became a dark spirit when necessary. They pushed her into this. (laughs) She didn't want... Have you seen Prison Break... Hold on. I haven't. Is it about a doll? <laughs> I just let her tell me what she wants it to, and she tells me a lot. She loves to telepathic conversations. She loves to telepathic conversations? The twinkle in her eyes show how willing she is to please. Sandy. Come on. It's a little kid. It's not. <laughs> it's a dead little kid. It's not. Sandy has been used by some very powerful witches and warlocks. She's lived with witches, shamans, wizards, fortune tellers, warlocks, and sorcerers. And Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler. (laughs) For a brief time, she lived with Channing Tatum in his beach house. She is sought after because she enhances their spells, so they're very powerful. If she's sought after, why is she on eBay? (laughs) Thank you. She, by the way, the uh, yeah, give me that price. You can place a bid on good old Sandy for eleven ninety nine currently. <laughs> so if you're highly sought after, so if you're a warlock or a sorceress, good. News. Hey, it started at one penny, but there's a bunch of warlocks and fortune tellers just running it up one penny at a time. Okay, this one is a little perplexing for me. Did, uh, oh, sh- this is the first perplexing. She has been used by the very experienced in the magical realm by those who value her many gifts. She has said telepathically, and she has many stories she can tell you. She's a kind of a tail spinner, Sandy. Have we? As for, have, hold on, hold on. Uh, As for mortals, only the very experienced or those who have some form of seventh sense are recommended for her. What's the seventh the one? Seventh sense? We got. We found another one? I think that's Taste Supreme. I think it's I think six is umami. <laughs> Seventh is Spidey. Um, Sandy is a white lighter connected to the other world. Jesus Christ, we get it! Something of a guardian who protects and guides witches, mortals, and with magic gifts to protect and nurture them as their powers evolve. However, she is also dark Sandy. Oh! Will cast spells or put curses on those who have betrayed you. Which is she mostly, though, eBay? 
She will make it her goal to even the score, okay? Holy shit! You will have to tell her when you think they have had enough, then she will stop. What? No! Are you kidding me? Who is looking at this like, $11.99 though? Are you serious? Sandy, please! Sandy, they've had enough. We are. Have they? Have they? We are 15 paragraphs in, and I still have no idea what this fucking doll looks like, eBay. Any kind of description? No, I can see the image. It's just like you've given me her biography. Right. Just a one sentence. The doll is also very good. <laughs> she is very hyper and will transfer <laughs> some of her energy to you. You will be able to feel it as it is electrifying and tingling. You, you will just need to tell her where to put that energy into. You make the decisions. You make the decisions. With her around, things start to get better. Good luck, happiness, financial, and well-being. She, she offers an open door for you to wish for what you want and see it come to you. She is very helpful with money, too. Okay. Now, do you mean magical, or is she like, ooh, spent a lot on gas this month? She's. Have you diversified? She's helpful with money starting now, after you've bought the haunted doll. I really like the next line. This. Oh, okay. I hate to see her go. She has. (laughs) (laughs) But I love me some $12. (laughs) I'm, I'm out of enemies to smite. She killed all my enemies, even Brenda, who was mean to me at Euchre. Um, that's, I made that up. I hate to see her go. She has brought me a small windfall of $400. $412. Just when I need it the most. How? <coughs> this is a bad... Okay. You have said... In, this doll is in your possession. You said this doll will make you good at financial. You said this doll made you $400. You're selling them for $12. You are still pretty bad at financial. All right. This is where this one starts to lose me. I have, en- I have enjoyed her immensely. She has told me telepathically not to get too attached to her as she is just visiting. <laughs> I'm a rambler. Uh. And listen, I'm a loner, a rebel. Uh, her owner, who is a witch, said Sandy told her telepathically it was time to go to her next owner who is waiting for her to let her go. Wait, what? So you're a broker at this point? You're selling the doll for a witch you know? In the meantime, they gave you $400. Anyway, so that's uh, Haunted Doll Watch. Good it's, uh, Lord. That's... That... You only have five days and 16 hours oh, at this point, huh. so you want to get on that. That one was like its own cinematic universe, <laughs> which I appreciated. Hi, everybody. It's it's Griffin and Travis of the <laughs> present. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi. Didn't see you come in there, stranger. Oh, stranger, kick off your boots, stranger. Oh, nope. You got the stink feet. Oh, did oh, you hear me no. razz them, Trav? Did you hear me razz our listener? You got him. Yeah, um, that'll teach him for listening to our show. Justin's in a 
toilet again. And I'm sorry that that's what I say every time Justin's not here, but it's never not true. Yeah. I mean, um, st- statistically speaking. For sure. So thank you for listening to our Houston live show. Justin is on uh, on a toilet vacation this week, and so we're mi- we miss him very much. Um, we hope you enjoy our Houston show. One note before we forget, before we get into the, the money zone, uh, is that the next part you're going to hear in the Houston show is actually, this is an older episode. Uh, so this is before we did our new way of doing audience questions. Uh, they're still good, but I didn't want it, you to think that we had stopped this bold new innovation in question solicitation technology. Um, but yeah, that's, that's coming up soon. But first off, Travis is going to tell us all about fucking Squarespace. I also want to say real quick, before I get to fucking Squarespace, I want to talk about real quick. Thank you to everybody who came out to all of our, uh, book events for the Adventure Zone graphic novel, which is out now in, uh, fine bookstores and you can find different places to order it online at the adventurezonecomic.com. Thank you to everybody who's bought it so far and everyone who will buy it in the future. And I really appreciate everybody who came out to all the, uh, Comic Con events. It was just lovely. So let me tell you about Squarespace. Listen, I love Squarespace very much. I use it for a lot of projects, including macroshows.com. You can turn your cool ideas into a new website. That's the most wonderful thing. If you have a spontaneous website, boom, you hop on there. You can have it up in like 30 minutes. It's like take your idea, make it a website in like a half hour. Showcase your work, announce upcoming events or special projects. They have beautiful templates uh, created by world-class designers. And they have a e-commerce functionality so you can sell things online. And it's free and secure hosting, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. They have 24-7 help desk, and you can find, like, you know, tutorial videos for anything you want to do. So there's really nothing stopping you from having an amazing website online now. Yeah, with this e-commerce function, has got me thinking, Trav, I think I'm going to make the website to sell my hat. Okay, just the one hat? Yeah, you know that hat I have, and I've been looking to get rid of it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raise some funds for a new, a different hat, a new hat. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So uh, I'll get that up online and make sure to tweet the link out. And um, someone buy my, someone buy my fucking hat. You know, I've got a lot of those. Uh, I got a lot of movies in HD format, mm, like yeah, when you could buy the HD disc before the Blu-ray, HD DVD. Yeah, yeah, and when it was unclear which one was going to be, and I have about. Let me do a quick check. Uh, 475 HD. Yeah, DVDs. they're all Patch Adams, too. Um, but where can I get Squarespace? Well, head to squarespace.com slash mybrother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mybrother, all one word, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash mybrother and enter the code mybrother, all one word. And if you use the promo code mybrother on uh, bygriffinshat.biz, uh, the Squarespace website, uh, you will get, as a free sort of promotional item with the hat, 475 HD copies of Patch Adams. That is correct. I want to tell you about stamps.com, too, because they are they have been sort of really very vital to me in this project of uh, shipping 475 DV- HD DVDs of Patch Adams, mm-hmm. um, because what they do is they make it much easier to ship all the stuff that you want to ship, because... These days, listen, you can get pretty much anything on demand, like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. So why take trips to the post office to mail letters and packages when you can do all that stuff with postage on demand at stamps.com? They let you access all the amazing services of the post office right from your desk 
24-7. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package using your own computer and printer. It's easy. Come on. So stamps.com is very, very uh, a very, very good service. I always get sort of um, anxious whenever I have to leave the house for any reason. And mm-hmm. so not, you know, losing one reason to leave the house with stamps.com is very valuable for me. And you can sort of share in in my uh, her, her, hermetic, is that the word? Hermetic? Yeah. Whatever. Hermetic sure. nature. If you use uh, my brother for this special offer, it includes $55 free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial um i should say that's a code my brother and don't use travis don't, or Justin. yeah d- yeah please. um but also don't wait go to stamps.com and before you do anything else you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and you type in my brother all one word that's stamps.com enter my brother griffin i've just had a terrible realization because from time to time we'll make a goof about like some obscure movie title or weird format of something and then people will like bring it to us at live shows or like ship it to us and i'm just Mm. picturing someone right now listening to this episode looking to their right seeing that hd dvd copy of patch adams and thinking oh oh oh, finally i can be freed from this curse and hand this off please do not i've already got 475 Uh, of them what was the movie that somebody sent us a full box of vhs copies i believe it was uh you me and dupree Ah, uh, I don't think that was right. You don't think that's it? Was it Nutty Professor on VHS? I think it may have been Nutty Professor. Jesus, that was a long time ago. But it's exactly the kind of thing that you're talking about, Travis, and we should be more responsible. I just, I already have so many HD DVD Please copies. Don't of Patch send Adams. Please don't Patch. You want to read this first Jumbotron? I do. It's for Andy, and it's from Sadie. And, it, and Sadie says, To my good, good husband, Andy... I hope this fills your heart with love and joy as we celebrate first one year of marriage. Our April 1st wedding was, in fact, no joke. Oh, that's good. But I know the rest of our lives will be filled with fun and adventures. Walter and Doug say they think they should vote. I assume those are dogs. Also, I'm a clam, you idiot. Thunder up. Always and forever. Love, Sadie. Now, that was supposed to be for April 1st. April Fool's, Andy. Your wedding message is three months, four months, whatever. Right. <laughs> you sucker got what, a, you. what a good prank um here's a message f- uh, for greg and it's from jeff goldblum big Whoa. fan of the show big supporter of our art jeff goldblum says to greg simply soon so greg look out jeff goldblum has lots of sort of ways and means lots of crafty sort of um devious machinations and, and the uh, time's he- coming yeah, the time's coming, and he knows he knows all your passwords and stuff. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so yep. I, I'm so sorry that this is the last time we get to talk to Greg. But it's yep. been great. Head um, on a swivel, Greg. Stiff up a lip. Sorry and... about your gold blooming. Yes, it's happening. How about this uh, final jumbotron? Yes, I would love to. It's for Dan W. And it's from Suzanne. Congratulations to Dan from Suzanne and her clones on getting your whoa. Whoa, okay. From Suzanne and her clones. I'm Did they all first... pay us for... I guess. For this message? Because I didn't know that that was sort of a, a benefit to clone technology. I thought it was just like more sheep. Okay. Uh, I'm getting your first real job at 36. Wow, that was a good streak, Dan. Hope you enjoy shooting lasers at brain tumors for many years to come. We're yeah, very fuck them pr- up. Yeah. We're very proud. I hope you enjoy star foxing tumors Hell yeah. for many years to come. We're very proud that you are so close to making all of second grade Dan's dreams come true. Love, Suzanne, Helen, Jane, and a daughter to be named later, or possibly already, if after March. Yep. 
Yep, probably a little bit after March. Is this the only job where you get to use, you know, killing lasers? Again, you know, bad stuff like brain tumors, but I can't think of too many other jobs where you get the, you know, laser technology. I don't know. I'm trying to think, I guess, I mean, there's, like, Men in Black, of course. Yeah, but there's hard to get a Men in Black job. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, in this economy... Um, so yeah, that's gonna be it. We're gonna hop back into the, uh, show, uh, in case we don't say in the show, thank you to John Roderick in The Long Winters for the use of the theme song, but, it, uh, it's the departure off the album, putting the days to bed, uh, go to adventurezonecomic.com, or just look at your local bookstores, um... What else, Griffin? Uh, thanks, thanks to Maximum Fun. I'm pretty sure we cover all this in the live show. Um, but just thank you all for supporting our 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 stuff that we do. It really means a lot. I always get very sentimental after a, a, a tour like we just got back from uh, that we get to live these very, very uh, weird, cool lives. Uh, and that's 100% because uh, you all have, have supported us for, you know, uh, like nine years, going on nine years now. So... Um, we re- we really appreciate y'all, and uh, we'll be back next week uh, with uh, a regular episode. You know, Griffin, real quick, you mentioned Max Fun. I just want to say I got to spend a lot of time with the cast of Bubble this week at San Diego Comic Con, and I'm all caught up on it. And it is so it's so good. very good. You should check it out on MaximumFun.org. Bubble, it's great. Um, but that's it. Uh, here's the rest of the episode, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Are stacks of unread books taking over your apartment? Do you constantly miss your train stop because you're caught up in reading? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We party hard. And by party hard, we mean read books. So join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, a maximum fun podcast about reading and book culture. Get more out of your reading life. We'll help you conquer your to-be-read pile. Get out of that book slump. And squeeze more reading time into your busy day. Learn Learn how how to to read better. better. (laughs) Wow, that was good. (laughs) Uh, we're gonna do audience questions now. Some ground rules. We no bummers. You guys is a lay good it one. out for him. I just gotta check my socks. Justin's going to the bathroom. Justin's using the restroom. <laughs> okay, there's one right off stage. It's so convenient. Hello. Hello. Um, my name's EJ. Hi. What's up, EJ? Uh, she, her, hers. Uh, my question is: I work for a mattress company. <laughs> and uh, you're, we've gotten in trouble in the past. Don't say which one. <laughs> we've had we've no, had no, no. two different times. Our somebody emails us the day after our live show. Like, sponsors, can you fine. delete it? No, not that. We just don't want you to get fired if you're like. Anyway, they all stink. No, no, <laughs> all no, the addresses okay. are full of farts. <laughs> not, not at all. This is a question about uh, my, my my customers. Actually, okay. 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 all my customers uh, are full of farts. <laughs> I'm sure that's not untrue. One second. Uh, I have to say, we, this is a beautiful sort of symphonic space, and we went down, the green room is on a level called Musicians, and when I went and sat down on the couch, Griffin said, hey, Justin, how many cellist farts do you think? <laughs> My brother's funny. All right, sorry, EJ, what we got? Um, so, a lot of folks uh, will ask me kind of uh, casually, I think most of them are probably joking, most of my customers are pretty chill, but like... Uh, they'll ask me, like, what beds are the best to kind of, like, bone down on? Sure. Uh, strangers ask you this? <laughs> and, uh, I, like, I don't want to get fired. Yeah. But, like, it's a super inappropriate question. But, like, yep. I want to find, I, I, like, what's a good way to answer that question? Okay, for a second cool. there, I thought you were going to say, and I'd let them know, like, there is an answer. <laughs> okay. 
EJ, here's what I would do if I was you. Say, well, that all depends. Can you please stand on this bed and show me how you do it? <laughs> and then you turn on a camera and leave the room. <laughs> Everybody and, it, had... and it's Tom Brady has come to have sex with that mattress. Um, Travis, you gotta drop the Tom Brady Tom has sex. Brady's gonna have sex with that mattress. So here's what you do. The next time someone asks you that question, you say, hey, what do you mean? <laughs> And you just keep asking them to explain over and over again until they leave. So good. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I must be missing something. Bone down? What? <laughs> Start from the beginning. It just, okay, here's your answer. Ew, on a bed? <laughs> Where you sleep? <laughs> I think... I think... I think there is a correct answer, and I think to punish these fucking despicable people who would come in and ask a stranger this, you point them to the worst possible answer. <laughs> oh, you want the sex bed? It's the, uh, the nasty, rusty Springtron 2000. Why do we sell that one? They take that Just for sex. They put that one on, the box spring, and they're like, all right, let's get busy. <laughs> spring shoots out, stab, stab, stab. Oh, no. And you say, I guess you aren't doing it right. Yeah. You gotta know how to handle it. If you weren't ready... For high the- risk, high reward with the spring You asked for the best! <laughs> this is the best. Does that help? It helps a lot. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you so you. much, EJ. <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, hi, I'm Tom. They, them. Hi, Tom. Um, hi, Tom. <laughs> so- Thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do not touch me with that rag after it's touching <laughs> two other boys. Um, so I'm dating two people, um, not in like a cheating way. I'm, oh, okay. We're, we're in like a... Oh, hold on. We were pretty like... No, would it no, have no, been, no, no. no. been funnier though if we'd been like, oh, what? <laughs> no. Or no. it would have been funnier if two people in this audience had stood up and been like, What? <laughs> They were sitting Actually, with an empty seat between them. Okay. No, okay. no uh, my girlfriend is here. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Um, so we're in like a polyamorous triad. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so Drawing on our expertise. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so my Triad my sounds so much fucking cooler than couple, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the word for it. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um, so this is a healthy, happy relationship. I'm, I've been with my girlfriend for two years. Uh, she, I, and our boyfriend are going on two years as well. Okay. Um, my family's cool with me being gay and all that, but um, how do I explain to people that I am dating two people and it's not like cheating, and also how do I explain it's not a sex thing? Yeah. I imagine the same people... I imagine the same people who would ask you about that are the same people who would walk into a fucking mattress store and ask for terms for sex mattress. We need to start installing traps in the ground every 20 fucking feet. And anytime anybody says some bullshit... You're just like, hey, can you follow me over here for a second? If you're, if you're cool, you get an app on your phone and you press the button and one of the every 20-foot traps falls. And if you hear somebody say, say, which one's the sex mattress or for sex? <laughs> Bam! Shonk. Uh, and there's not spikes in the pit, but it's hard to get out. And eventually they'll learn. There's not spikes in the pit. It's just like everyone that they respect at the bottom going, what did you say? 
What got you here? Man, shit's bad I, right hey, now. Can huh? I ask you a question? Serious question? Yeah. When you, if you encounter a person that is like unfamiliar or like unexposed to people who are living a polyamorous lifestyle, are you the sort of person who like minds sort of taking the time to educate the people or are you like fucking over it? Um, I don't mind really. Like, um, I remember I started telling people when I was in like high school and honestly a lot of people there were just like you're dating two people that's sick um, <laughs> that's like the other response you don't want <laughs> like no, no, it's probably better it's, than it's actually flattering because like the idea that like their minds are blown to like whoa two of them you can have two of them that i get the same thing when i tell people i just ordered two dinners at a restaurant he always does Every day this tour, and by the way, it's not equating these. No, things it's not the same. Not equating, I did sorry. Get the same response. You got two. <laughs> I did. Except usually it's a lot more concerned when they say it to me. You got two. You got two. Oh no. What's the split? What, if you do not mind me my asking, what's the split like these days when you tell somebody like fifty fifty? Like um, what? To like people who are like, oh, I get it. Well, I think it, it depends on who I'm talking to. Absolutely, yes. Because when it's people my own age, a lot of the time they'll either get it or if they don't know, they'll just be like, oh, that's a thing. But compared to, like, if I started to tell my 50-year-old sure. uh, Republican Christian mother. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then it doesn't... It, then it Understand. Does, you, didn't, you didn't finish the sentence, but it doesn't go good. <laughs> I bet. But it, it's like... Um, it, it really does depend on who I'm talking to. And so when I get the vibe from someone that, like, maybe they, their views don't match with mine, I'll try to avoid it. Well, I, I, I'll tell you the... Go ahead. Kind of the same thing about the mattress question of, like, if... Wait. So, okay, here's some other things Travis is going to compare your relationship to. No, no, no. I, I, Two dinners... Tom Brady having sex with a mattress. No. <laughs> oh, I yeah, mean, and I forgot to say my boyfriend is a body pillow. Oh, good. Okay, okay well. I mean, specifically, if someone makes, like, weird sex joke comments about mm-hmm. it, that the, the impetus is then not on you to make that okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that. So, like, if somebody says something, I think you're in a position to go, what do you mean by that? They're putting you in a position where you have to explain yourself. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. Make <laughs> them explain themselves. I have a position um, you can put them in. What now. is... <laughs> I have a better position you could put them in, and it is 10 feet immediately below where they were just standing. <laughs> I'm just saying. It doesn't Trap have to doors. be in every city. We can get these in San Francisco, Houston. It the nice thing about a hyperloop. You would only have to establish 100 trap doors across America, but no one knows where they are. Yes. yes. And then the threat is there. The threat is there. All right, Tom, you understand how deep, again... The, like, I don't, we, I've never had a challenge like this in my life, so we're kind of t- out of our lane right now. Mm-hmm. But I would say this. The fact that you are willing to take the time to explain your lifestyle, which is such a personal thing, is deeply unfair that you have to do that. But super cool of you. Because what I would keep Thank in mind you. when you're doing that is that you are making it literally 100% easier for the next person behind you. And over and over and over again. And it's a shame. Thank you. But I think it's so rad that you're doing it because you're making life better for everybody else. So thank you from me, a straight white dude that has to explain nothing other than his, like, T-shirt choices. So, but thank you, Tom, for, for, your, for your work. Should I just, like, if they ask if it's a sex thing, should I just be like, what is sex? Yes. Yeah, that's, yes, exactly. I think that's going to get us out of a lot of situations. A lot of jams. Yeah. Is this, is a, a, Expl- explain to me what is a sex? Yes. What is in detail? <laughs> <laughs> 
I birds, bees. What do those have to? I, what they are these two things having sex with each other? Take it How back to the beginning. What kind of horrible crossbreeds are we getting from birds and bees? <laughs> Why are the birds? No wonder the, bee- the bees are disappearing. They're getting I'm not dating by a bird or a bee. Anyway, Tom, does that help? Did I switch those? I did, didn't I? Birds aren't disappearing. Bees are. But have we checked on birds? Everybody, bird count. Tom, does that help? Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay, cool. Thank you, Imagine Tom. my surprise. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're going to do one more. Uh, I'm Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Um, my question revolves around my dog. So my husband and I rescued a dog uh, when we moved down to Houston. So like a burning building or she... like a... <laughs> I mean, we moved and then pretty immediately adopted her. So I say it was a pretty important part. Of the yeah, move. for sure. Um, or would you say maybe your dog rescued you? Oh, I like that, Travis. <laughs> From a burning building? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Uh, but I have a thing where I really, really like to buy toys for her uh, because she very much appreciates them mm-hmm. because she had a hard mm-hmm. life before. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is she has probably over 100 toys by now. Um, is and that bad? So I guess my, my question is, what is a socially acceptable amount of toys for me to purchase I, for my dog? And I have a very <laughs> important follow-up question that I think will determine um, the long answer, the short answer, um, and it's very important. She's a good girl. Of course she is. Yes, she is. All right. She is the best. All right, we'll we'll come back to that. Hey. Hi. Hello. I want to make this very clear up front because it's important to the story. My actual name is Joe. Okay. Okay. Now, I started working at a new job here in uh, Houston about six months ago. And before I started working there and moved here, I got an email from my boss saying, Hey, just want to let you know, there's been two other Joes before you, and it's been kind of iffy with them when they left, so we're going to call you Max from now on. (laughs) At first, this was okay, until they got to the point... New city, new me, man. I had to start this new. This is how someone enters a fugue state. <laughs> this is how Tyler Durden spawns. It, it gets a little better. Um, so we, I started working. They stopped. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, I, I just wanted to brag about this cool thing that happened. <laughs> uh, I started working and like the paperwork started getting drawn up for like payroll and like healthcare and all that stuff. And I was walking with my boss and one of the people from HR and they were like, yeah, this is Max, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, Max, we're going to start doing all your paperwork and your social security stuff. And I was like, no, no. that won't match up with I'm the number Joe. that's on the card. But then it did. What's going on? What? <laughs> um, um, it's so even gotten to the point where the CEO didn't even know my real name at the Christmas party when he well, called Well, why me would up. they? Why would they? He knew me by Max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, hey, folks, if somebody tries to call you by a name that you don't want to be called, tell them no, actually, in fact... <laughs> I will be Joe. I will be Joe today and all other days, for I am Joe. That's the thing. If they're like, hey, we had some bad experiences with Joe, you say, I can fix that. This is I'm a, new, a good Joe. This is a new Joe. Another, another thing you could say. There's a new Joe in town. Another thing you could say is if they say, we don't want to call you Joe because we've had bad Joes before, you could say uh, a very reasonable thing, which is, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, wait, they told me. No, no, no. It, 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 you nothing. are nothing. Yo. Joe Max, you're in way too deep. 
You're buying this beer is, bullshit now. This is fucking nothing. This, by the way, is a con this business is running on you where they have had a fake account set up in the name of Max whatever. You're taking the fall. Yeah, dude. No question. They're cooking the books under your name and they're like, we're going to call you Max from now on so they can pin it on you. Yep. You've got to Shawshank your way out of there. Take those books with you. When or you walk just... in tomorrow, there's going to be a big sign up front that says Max's place. <laughs> All legal inquiries, please, to Max. It's uh, his place. Does that help? I, we didn't say anything, so no. I don't know how it <laughs> Okay, that's Quit, fair. No, quit that's that fair, fucking Max. job. But you know what? Max... You having the strength Joe. of courage, Joe? It's Joe! Joe. <laughs> you made it worse! <laughs> Not like this! Joe, there's no excuse for what I've just done. It's very hot up here, and as you can see, I'm sorry, Joe. And isn't that what we're here for? <laughs> you didn't say anything! Joe, does that help? Yes. Go in tomorrow and quit. Because you be- no! It's over. It's, over. it's been six months. I just moved here from Virginia. I've got it. Next time someone calls you Max, say, oh, it's actually pronounced Joe. <laughs> the M-A-X is silent. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> Even the A and the X is silent. The Joe's invisible. Uh, Joe, take... Does that help? Joe set us free. Just Joe, say yes. Joe, it does. It Go back it and helps. take your name back, Joe. You're Joe. Take it back. A hundred toys <laughs> for one extremely good dog sounds like the perfect Fuck number it. to me. <laughs> right. Are they small toys, big toys? We're talking about little Tonka trucks. Uh, no, mostly uh, stuffed animals like Tigger or a Stitch. Or, How do you uh, get a hundred continuously functioning toys in your house that, that don't is, get destroyed. She does not tear apart toys. Oh, she is a good girl. <laughs> what does she do with them? She nibbles on them. She what? She nibbles on them. <laughs> <laughs> you got any pics? Yeah, uh, I made my phone's over Just there. tweet them at us later. Yeah. It's okay, fine. Do you good. have room for one more toy? Say that again? Do you have room for one more toy? Yeah. I don't have any... My wallet? I thought you were going to volunteer. No, it just sounds like a good dog. I want it's to do really something good nice. What you could do is take some of the older toys and give them to dogs that need them. Because the, the thing about that is, what you like, and I get it because I have a three-year-old, it's the same thing, no question. Um, I get a new toy, and she's like down. She's so excited to see it, and she's down for like 15 minutes, and it's like on to the next thing. Then you just take that to Goodwill, give that toy to them, and then you can get more toys and not feel guilty about it because you have plenty of space. It's a great idea. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> we got one at the buzzer. Swish! So you're saying that helps? Very much so. All right. All right. I'll take it. All right. So first, first, thank you, Jones Hall. Yes. You are amazing. Thank you, thank Houston. You, thank you, Bayou City. Thank you, Clutch City. Thank you, Space City. Uh, can we give Thank you, uh, Magnolia City, which is not used as much anymore, but it's a historical one. Look into it. Can we get a big thank you for Paul Saboran? Thank you, Paul. Uh, how about a big thank you for... Well, hold on. Paul Saboran has a band called Paul and Storm, which yes. you should look up. Paulandstorm.livejournal.com. You can hear all of their tracks. Uh, thank you to Schmanners for Justin their does opening that running, performance. That running gag. If you Google Paul and Storm, you will find know, their music. You, here's what you gotta understand: a running gag between live shows on a tour doesn't work. It's different people. 
I just thought they would laugh because it's so irreverent. Uh, thank you to... I'm assuming paulinstore.com. Paul, thank- is that right? Yep. Yep. Thank you to Schmanners. Yes. Thank you to our thank you to our daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song as a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Very good. Thanks to Max Fun for having us, and thank you for donating to the Max Fun Drive. Thank you. Up. Anything else before we wrap up this Texas-sized tour, which is to say three shows. <laughs> Two cities, three shows, Texas style. Four different naps uh, just do, for me. We, we thank you all for coming, but I do want to say, I'm assuming there's at least a few people who decided to come just because we whined so much about people not coming to this show. Because you thought it would mean something to us, and I just wanted to say you were right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing that. It's very sweet of you. And, and we to love those you very that, much. And, the, but, and to the folks who bought tickets on the like minute that they became available. You're all very important. You're all to us. important to uh, us in God's eyes. What? What? Here's a final Yahoo. It yeah. was sent in by Bill Morrison. Thank you, Bill. It's from Yahoo Answers user Jones Nate asks. <laughs> what? That got you? Jones Nate? Jones Nate. It's asks, their name. What was the name of the book about the giant hero dog? Not Clifford! <laughs> <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. <laughs> I Travis McElroy. I Travis McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. And rolling. The news today is terrible, so why not forget about it while listening to Jonah Radio uh, with Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. Featuring Neil Mahoney. Also me. This is a podcast where we play music submitted by a listener. We hang out, we listen to new tunes, and uh, we take submissions at Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Come and check us out. We're here anyway. Yeah, we'll be here. So, and that's it. Back to your regularly scheduled uh, podcast.